Hi, friends. Welcome to Bible Time with Barb. I hope you're enjoying this podcast so far. I love getting to read a short passage of the Bible with you. And to be honest, I'm learning so much about some of the words and what Jesus' teachings meant right along with you. Let's finish this week with Luke 15, 11 through 32. It's a parable you probably already know, but I hope I can teach you at least one new thing about it today. So let's continue to learn about how excited God gets when someone begins or returns their relationship with him by reading the parable of the lost, also known as the prodigal son. To illustrate the point further, Jesus told them this story. A man had two sons. The younger son told his father, I want my share of your estate now before you die. So his father agreed to divide his wealth between his sons. Splitting the estate after his death would have been completely normal, like we talked about when we read Luke 12 and the parable of the rich fool. But the fact that this son wanted his share now meant that he no longer cared about anyone but himself. A few days later, this young son packed all his belongings and moved to a distant land, and there he wasted all his money on wild living. See, you can always tell where someone is focused because they spend all their time and money on what they love most. About the time his money ran out, a great famine swept over the land, meaning there was no food, and he began to starve. He persuaded or convinced a local farmer to hire him, and the man sent him into his fields to feed the pigs. The young man became so hungry that even the pods he was feeding the pigs looked good to him, but no one gave him anything. Okay, don't miss this. This is a Jewish man accepting a job to feed unclean animals. Remember that being clean was super important to their practices. And since he had nothing to eat for himself, the pigs were doing better than he was. His new freedom had come at a super high cost. When he finally came to his senses, he said to himself, At home, even the hired servants have food enough to spare, and here I am dying of hunger. I will go home to my father and say, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. Please take me on as a hired servant. It's important to know that sometimes God lets us experience failure, because that's what it takes to open our eyes that we need him. And this experience had opened to the eyes of this younger son. He didn't even think he'd be treated like a son anymore. He was aware of his mistakes, and he was willing to take the punishment for those mistakes. He had been humbled. So he returned home to his father, and while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. Now, it's hard to see something a long way away if you're not looking for it. So could that mean that his father was actually looking for him? Filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. Okay, I'm a mom, so I know how excited I can get to see my kids when they've been gone to a sleepover or camp. 
So I can sort of understand how this father might have felt when his son had been gone for a long time and possibly thinking he might never come home again. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. That's a great example of repentance. But his father said to the servants, Quick, bring the finest robe in the house and put it on him. Get a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet and kill the calf we have been fattening. We must celebrate with a feast for this son of mine was dead and has now returned to life. He was lost, but now he is found. So the party began. Our heavenly father, God, well, he responds the same way to new and returning believers with love and compassion and showers them with blessings. Well, meanwhile, the older son was in the fields working. When he returned home, he heard music and dancing in the house, and he asked one of the servants what was going on. Ah, your brother is back, he was told, and your father has killed the fattened calf. We are celebrating because of his safe return. The older brother was angry and wouldn't go in. His father came out and begged him, but he replied, All these years I've slaved for you and never once refused to do a single thing you told me to. And in all that time, you never gave me even one young goat for a feast with my friends. Yet when this son of yours comes back after squandering your money on prostitutes, you celebrate by killing the fattened calf. See, here's a key moment in this parable. Remember yesterday, we read two parables where Jesus was trying to help the Pharisees understand that if Jesus was to reach the lost, he needed to spend time with the lost and not those who already had a relationship with God. The Pharisees are represented in this story by the older brother who is jealous that he didn't get the attention from the father for doing all the right things. Just like the Pharisees and religious leaders weren't getting the attention from Jesus like they thought they deserved. His father said to him, Look, dear son, you have always stayed by me and everything I have is yours. We had to celebrate this happy day, for your brother was dead and has come back to life. He was lost, but now he is found. What a happy ending. So yesterday and today, we read a couple parables about lost things. Today, a father celebrates the return of his lost son whom he loves. God longs for the lost to be found. He's filled with joy when one single solitary sinner asks for forgiveness and comes home, just like the young son had done when he returned home. God rejoices when a relationship is rebuilt, and all that anyone has to do is just ask. It doesn't take a big action or a long speech or prayer. See, God loves us so much that he sent his son to die on the cross so that we can have a relationship with God and have that God-sized hole in our hearts filled with the love that only he can give us. Now that is something to thank him for. So let's tell him that and pray right now. Dear God, you are our heavenly father who loves us so much more than we can ever imagine. Thank you for filling our hearts with love and forgiving us when we make mistakes. What do you have to be thankful for?
share that with God right now. And if you have any prayer requests, tell him those too. God, thank you for the gift of Jesus so that we can be saved. Thank you for the Bible so that we can learn all about you. God, thank you for everything. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, friends, this ends episode 40, and that brings us to the end of week eight. I hope you are learning new things each day you join me here on Bible Time with Barb. Since this next week is Thanksgiving, I'm going to be taking a break to spend time with my family, and among the things I'll be thanking God for is each and every one of you. It's a real honor and a privilege to do this podcast and help you grow your relationship with God. Remember, He loves you, and He is thankful for His relationship with you, too. Have a great week, and I'll be back on Wednesday, December 1st, as we continue reading the book of Luke.